what is going on guys michael here again for the act knowledge podcast i have angie again on the show today we're talking about relationships and uh values in relationships what add value to it what takes away values in relationships and i ain't gonna lie we get a little bit deep at the end of it all so please stay tuned to the end if you want to hear the tangent where we get onto. but definitely talk about value on value pillars of relationship things like that but uh, once again guys disclaimer this is just for entertainment purposes if you need help please i advise you to see someone professionally if me and whoever i'm with on the episode help you out we are so happy we did we're so happy you're here listening that we're helping you but if anything please seek professional help all right guys that being said once again let's get into the podcast Today we're talking about the value in a relationship and the unvalued stuff in a relationship, whether that's whether that's you know intimately with your significant other or a friendship or coworker things like that. So for me, dude, like honestly, I I've heard this in a podcast earlier a couple months a couple months back, and this guy said that he has five pillars. He call he calls them his five pillars, right? So mm-hmm. pillars being the things that hold up like all these like monuments, whatever, like five pillars. So he has five things that this person that he is with needs to be able to um, mesh with properly. Like these are five things that he cannot let down. He will not let his guard down on them. He will not back up. If you do not fit into these five, you know, do not support these five pillars. And he like basically said like then there's going to be an issue and uh, a communication has to be done to see what they can do about the relationship and make it work with these five pillars, you know? Yeah. So like, so like, so like in a relationship with anybody, like in generalize it, maybe generalize it right here. Like what's like the five things you look for, look for or like require to be able to keep a friendship or to like for your boyfriend and either function. Like what are some five things that you, you feel like you need? Like what are your pillars? Uh, you, if you can think of any on top of your head. Mm-hmm. For sure. Trust and loyalty, those sound, like, so generic. Like, everybody is like, oh, of course, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, no, like, you got to be able to trust the person. Definitely. And have that as a solid foundation. Be transparent from the beginning, um, you know, and just be straight up with them. Like, fuck it. Like, here, this is this. Is this. this is what I, you know, my standards. This is who I am, blah, blah, blah. Um you know, can you, can you deal with that? Like, like, this is what I require. So, I mean, if you don't like it, like, feel free to leave. There's a door, but this is what, this is what it is. I want to be truthful, blah, blah, blah. Um, but you'll be another one. Like you have to be, you have to be loyal in the relationship, in the friendship, whatever it is, you have to be loyal because like you just you don't want a two faced friend that goes behind your back and you know talks shit about you or whatever it is, um, and someone you need someone a friend a significant other who can defend your name when you're not around too. If somebody's talking shit about you in the room, be like, hey, look, like she's not here to defend her herself, you know, whatever. Like we're not gonna talk about that. We're not gonna talk about her, you know. Definitely. And just keep it like that. Or if, you know, someone's trying to, like, flirt with your significant other or something, you have to trust them and for them to be, you know, have that loyalty to you and be like, oh, no, I have a girl, I'm good, or, like, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Like, those are, like, two huge things. Um, I think another one is just, like, having a good, you know, like, head on their shoulders, um, not being, like, a bomb ass person. Um, yeah. Having goals. Are you in school? If you're not in school, like, what are you doing? What are you able to like, you know, contribute, bring to the table type shit. Um, Definitely. Like you need to have something going for you, you know? Exactly. Because if you don't, then like, what is, what's the purpose? Yeah. Um, seriously. Um, so I think they, they really do have to have like a plan for themselves um you know not just for you but for the other person um and 
I don't know, just be, like, a good person, like, like, have family be important to you, um, I don't know, just, like, always, always wanting to learn, keep learning, um, I don't know, just a funny, like, a funny person, a spontaneous person, like, Mm -hmm. if some shit happens, if some shit happens, like, that comes up, and it's like, oh, hey, let's go here, let's let's fuck it, let's drive to Vegas or let's do something, you know, then it's kind of like, oh, okay, cool, yeah, I'm down, like, fuck it, let's go, you know, like, it, it could be spontaneous and just, like, be goofy, have a fun time, like, not everything has to be so serious and, That's like, nice. dry. Yeah. Um, and then I think yeah. the last one for me would probably be, like, an emotional connection with someone like okay are you patient like can I communicate with you can I tell you how the fuck I feel um like having my feelings be valid and if if you can't do that then like can you work on that like can you do something so we can get to that point um because you know everybody's everybody's kind of different everybody's different with their love language and you know just trying to better yourself because not everybody's not perfect. We all have flaws. So it's just kind of like finding a way to cope with those flaws, fix those flaws to try and become a better person, you know? Definitely, dude. Like, in all honesty, like that emotional connection, I feel like, I, like to me, I feel, I feel like the emotional connection is like a number one, is, a, is, a high, is like a really strong pillar for me, like to be able to have that, like, especially having something, especially having dealing with mental health, you know, it wasn't until... Like when being in relationship, when you have anxiety, is hard on yourself. But it's, I always feel like it's harder for the person you're dating. So to have someone that is willing to, to like openly accept you, knowing that at any moment you you could be in a sense lost, right, or anxious. Like understanding that it takes a lot of trust for you to. First of all, I feel like it takes a lot of trust in general. I feel like trust should always be a pillar in a relationship whether it's intimate or friendship, you know, like being able to openly not worry about if this person is going to, to like be like someone that I have to be worried about, you know? And but then also at the same time, I also feel like, I also feel like the word trust is not really looked at in a whole, in a whole sense of the word. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like when people think of trust in a relationship, I feel like people just automatically assume that it's about, you know, staying loyal and not cheating, you know? Exactly, but, yeah. But then I feel like to break it down, like something I learned is that to break it down, trust is actually, for me, something way more than that, you know? Like, like, like I want to be able to, like, trust can easily come from, oh, I trust that they're not cheating on me, that's fine. But then trust can also be affected by the way that you treat them too. Like, if I tell them, I want to, if I tell them, hey, let's go out, on Friday at three o'clock and they say, all right, I'm down. I'm going to trust that they're going to commit to their you notes. Know, they're going to stay true. Cause then after a while, trust also can get affected by how often someone takes your, takes like says lies to you as well. Like it's more for me, at least I feel like lying is lying is, or not lying, but like not being able to keep your word really exactly. hinders the trust. So I, you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, for sure. Because if you tell me something, okay, I'm going to hold you to that. I'm not going to forget. I'm going to remember that. And hopefully you pull through with what you're going to say. Because yeah. And that could be as little as being on time. You know, okay, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be here at this time. Okay, I'll meet you there. Okay, and then you're 30 minutes late or 45 minutes late or something. And it's like, like, what? Like, okay, yeah. okay, now I know you're just a late-ass person. Like, I can't trust you to be on time. So now I have to tell you, okay, we're going to meet at 6 when actually we're going to meet at 6.30. So that Definitely. way you might be able to be on time, you know? Yeah, and then I feel like, I feel like for me a big, big pillar in, the, in it too for me is, is communication, right? Like, not just be able to have a connection, but like being able to communicate with your partner or your friend or your coworker in a very like, in a very mature way, you know, because there are times where like we're talking about where you may be late 
or where things might go wrong or whatever it may be. But being able to communicate, I feel, is the only way that anything can really like go forward. Because for me, there are time, there are plenty of times where like prior to therapy or even like up to now, there are times where my communication skills in that moment could have been way better. You know, could have explained mm-hmm. something better. I could have said something ahead of time. I could have voiced out what I was really thinking, but instead I didn't, you know, so being able to communicate with someone and, you know, like if you are late, being able to like have that, that connection of being able to communicate and also another pillar of mine is being able to have um, like being awareness of like of what's needed, you know, being aware of the situation, like, all right, I need to be empathetic right now, like, and owning up like, yeah, this was my fault. Yeah, I was late. I know that to you, you know, like to be able to understand that. Like I know that to you, I know that to you, meeting at three o'clock exactly was really, really important to you because I know that you have a lot going on right now and you made a lot of effort to squeeze me into the day because you want to see me and three o'clock starting on time was really key to this. I'm sorry that I was late. Next time I'll let you know ahead of time. I just was distracted because my dog had barking and I was just getting frustrated, you know, or, you know, like being able to do that, you know, like being able to communicate openly with a person, you know, I feel like it builds on that trust and it, it makes that trust even, even, um, even stronger because I feel like, I feel like a lack of communication in general just cuts off anything you could need from a person. Like we just listed a couple right now. I feel like lack of communication takes away the loyalty because you don't talk to them enough to, like, there's no enough talking to establish any any loyalty. Um, mm-hmm. Being able to trust a person comes from communicating as well, planning a future, family-oriented, open to learn, being funny, being in those support, emotional connection, I feel all, for me at least, stems into that 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 communication, which leads to you know, another one of my pillars is kind of like what you said, like kind of a combination of what you said, like understanding, you know, the need to be able to understand a perspective because I feel like for me and my relationships with people, a lot of times I fail to understand where they're coming from and I fail to understand where they're coming from before I respond to what my perspective of what I'm looking at is, you know? Yeah. But, like, like I was talking about earlier, like, for example, like, someone could be having a really rough day, and for you, you could be taking it, like, oh, my coworker must be mad at me because they're avoiding me, right? You could take it that way. You could take it personal, but then you could try to be understanding and be, like, and communicate and be, like, hey, man, like, something feels off. Are you okay? Is there anything I can do to help or is anything I did? And then from there on, the communication happens, and then the understanding sets them fold of, yeah, I was really having a bad day. My my, uh, you know, goldfish and I were getting in the fight today or whatever, you know, like something could just exactly. happen to spark yeah. it, but you never know until you ask. And, you know, to be willing to open up and say what you're actually feeling helps too. I feel like too many people don't tell other people how they feel because they're afraid that it's going to bother them or it's afraid it's going to ruin their mood and the person's mood or they're afraid that saying it might, um, if you say it out loud, it becomes a reality, you know, something like that, you know, so it's kind of like, I feel like a couple of things there like are pillars, you know, they add they add the, 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 these strengths to to relationships, right? They add value to the relationship, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, so like like in the term of like value, like like but like when I say value, like what do you think? What what do you think of when I say value in a relationship? Mm, I would say like what what I do value. Yeah, I guess that's kind of the thing. Like, what, like in a relationship, like what's the value of relationship? Like, what makes a relationship worth it, opposed to what doesn't? You know, like what adds, what adds it to? Like, this is a value relationship because, I, like for example, like our friendship. I feel like I value our friendship because I feel like I can come to you in, in time of need, but at the same time, I value the fact that you're able to just like talk back and forth throughout the day, you know, I value your ability to stay friends through everything that's been going, you know, kind of like what makes you, like, I guess you could say appreciated and stuff like that too, but like what, what do you, and you, like what makes you feel like the relationship is a value, whether it's with a boyfriend Um, or a friend or whatever? I think just, I think transparency, honestly, Um, 
being really transparent and sometimes that comes off very like rude and blunt Mm -hmm. um but it's just it's just like I guess it goes hand in hand with honesty too transparency and honesty and just telling me up like if you're telling me something about you know an ex or you know something that's like a hard topic or what you're expecting um kind of just telling me straight up like okay um you know I value um I value this and this is some of my expectations um you know if you don't think that you can handle that then like there's no point in continuing this or for example um like I'm on okay so for a a really good example you know my my boyfriend is very transparent with me from the beginning of, of the relationship on what um expectations and what needs to be met um in order to continue this and for example he's like um so in life it's all about levels you know people are on different levels and mm-hmm. you know i don't like to compare and contrast but it's it's there and it's the truth um you know, and so he's like, okay, I'm, I'm here, you know, kind of going up a ladder. I'm here and I'm moving up, you know, I'm moving up onto this thing and, you know, the next thing. Um, and you're over here and, you know, you're on your ladder, but right now you're a little bit lower than me because, you know, either job wise, money wise, or education wise, or whatever it may be you know, you're, you're a little bit down here, you know, I'm moving up and I need you to move up with me. And, you know, like you can't be staying still, there's no point. So you, you have to start moving up the ladder as well. You know, maybe one day you'll surpass me, but just, just know you have to keep moving up onto the next level and the next level, you know, if we're going to continue this. And at first I was like, kind of like hurt, like taken back, you know, I was like, Did mm-hmm. this like, you know, like what? Um, but I mean, it's true though. That's the thing is like, unless there are a lot of hard truths that people don't want to hear, that it's a hard pill to swallow, but yeah. you have to like open your mind up to that though and be like, you know what? This person was being like, they were keeping it real with me. They were telling me like straight up how it was like I have to respect that and they told me straight up so I know they're not lying to me and I know you know they already told me they mm-hmm. told me this from the get-go so yeah that is my, what I have to do you know mm-hmm. and if I value this then I have to do something about it I have to level up on my and I have to level up in my life you know if I want to keep this relationship going but also I should want to do this to better myself in general, period. Yeah, definitely, dude, definitely. I feel like, I feel like what you said just a couple of seconds ago about, like, them being real with you, I feel like the whole transparency of that, like, not, like, like, having someone that can just tell it how it is, I feel like having someone that can just tell it how it is, it's so undervalued. I feel like so many people go without noticing that they have someone like that, you know, like, someone that's going to just not hold back and just be straight up with them. Like I had, I was talking to my homie the other day and he was telling me that, like he was telling me some stuff and I was like, I was reading the text and I was reading the text. He was like, yo, I'm sorry if I'm being brutal with you. I'm sorry if I'm being mean to you, but I would not be a good friend if I was holding back and not telling you exactly how it is because you need to hear the truth from me. And I'm sorry if it hurt, but that's just how it is, you know? So to have that openness, with someone is like is like very I feel like undervalued so to have that you know you're saying your boyfriend did that from the get-go which is you know I'm just like that's such an amazing quality to have not just in a boyfriend but I feel like in a person you know exactly yeah because a lot of times like we know that we deep down we know the truth yeah. um you know if you're <laughs> or whatever if you're let's say if you're like doing drugs or something and you yeah, know sure. you sound like oh, this isn't a good thing, and you know you're going to hit rock bottom. But, you know, you, you don't want to swallow that pill yet. And then your friend tells you straight up, like, hey, man, I love you. Like, I just, like, yeah, you know, like what you, what you said, I, I wouldn't be a good friend if I didn't tell you this, you know, but, dude, like, you're fucking up. You're going to hit rock bottom, and, you know, you don't have people like 
like there for you to help support you, but I'm here to support you. I'm here for whatever, you know, if you want to get clean or whatever it may be, but like, dude, like your life is like going to shit right now. And like, I don't want that for you. I want to see you better. Um, and just saying that to them, you know, because then they're like, they know that they know that this is their truth, but they're like, Oh shit. Like my friend, my good friend is telling me this too, you know, like, damn, he just, he told me what I was trying to forget and not swallow that pill, but he told me. So yeah, it's just, yeah, I I think a lot of people should, you know, try and speak up a little bit more with their, with their thoughts and, you know, it may come off the wrong way. um, But that's another thing too, is it's not what you say, but it's how you say it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Exactly, dude. Exactly. It's kind of like, to go back, to back a little bit more, like, like what you just said too, is like a lot of times we know, we know what's up. Like you said, like we know what's up. We just need to hear it. And to hear it from someone that you trust and that you look at as a friend or a family, whatever, it's, it's, mm-hmm. I feel like hearing it from them is way more eye-opening than hearing it from yourself, say it in the mirror, from anything you could see on TikTok as a sign or whatever, hearing it from someone that you generally yeah. have a, a connection with you know, your family, your cousin, your brother, sister, whatever, hearing that that from them in person is like, I feel, or even on the phone, I feel is like one of the most like eye-opening moments you can have for yourself, you know? So to yeah. have that connection, like you said, crazy, dude. Yeah, it for sure is different. Like, yeah, dude, for sure. Like, like, so like on top of like all like these values that we can like, of course, that we're saying are good qualities in people that we want to be surrounded with, you know, surrounding ourselves with people that we want to, that make us feel comfortable and happy. And so is there any, like in any sense of it all, has there only been a time when you've been in a relationship, we'll say like with a boyfriend or an ex or something like that, mm-hmm. where they didn't, they didn't have these values, right? They didn't have the value that you needed. Did you ever feel like the need to go seeking for value, whether whether it was for you to seek value so that they would see you more in a, in a better way or for you to have them seek value so that they would come off more of like a need for you or, or is there, is there like, um, like a leeway in between, you know, I know that some people, some people kind of see themselves as lackluster. So they seek value in things that don't really matter to them. And I know on the other side of it all, I know some people feel like, like their significant other might not not make, doesn't have all the qualities they need, so they try their best to like introduce them to things and see how they would like. And some people feel that way about it. But is there any way? Is there any like time where you felt like you were seeking to add value to yourself to get the attention of a of a partner, or like vice versa, or anything like that? I don't think so, honestly. I don't think I've ever really seeked it out. Um, mm-hmm. I think maybe, maybe when I was like 14, 15, like in, in like my first serious relationship, um, you know, I might have tried to seek it a little bit more like, oh, hey, look, you know, like I can do this, I can do this, like want me, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. But I mean, that didn't like, that didn't last very long because I was like, um, this isn't right. I shouldn't like, I shouldn't want to seek this out from someone who doesn't give a flying fuck about me, you know, like word, why, word, word. why I want to do that. Um, but I don't think I've tried to do it. And like any other relationship, I just, you know, what I value in a relationship and a friendship, you know, to myself, I know those values and I can tell them like straight up, like, Hey, this is important to me. X, Y, and Z is important to me. And, yeah. you know, that's it. Um, and then just see how that works. If not, then that's kind of, that's kind of a bummer. And I can give a reminder like, oh, hey, you know, um, I had mentioned that this is important to me or blah, blah, blah. You know, like, what's up? Do you not care? Like, yeah. like yeah. What, what, what is it? What's going on? Um, and then just kind of go from there. Just have to be on the same page. Yeah, I can see where that's from. I can see how like growing from when when we're younger, 
you know, yeah. the worst if we were when we were younger where we didn't really understand things and understanding like our own our own value, I guess you could say. Exactly. Like, like learning from them and being able to change perspective. Because I, I mean, yeah, like you said, like in the past, I've been in relationships where it's like, I feel where like, I feel like after a while, I kind of, like, I kind of start to overthink and kind of feel like, like I'm not doing enough, right? There's so much more. Because I'm a person that when I'm in the relationship, I want to do, I want to do everything I can for this person. Like I want to show them I'm there for them, even over the top, even more than I should, you know? Yeah. So I feel like there've been times where I've, I've put myself in positions where I felt more, I felt exhausted, whether it was physically exhausted, mentally exhausted, just to be there for someone else, whether it's like a friend. I see it a lot at work too. When I was working at Starbucks, I was just talking about this the other day, just reflecting on it. Like when I I would work so much and I would roll over so much that I would be taking people's shirts just for no reason, just because they asked, like there'd be no actual like valuable reason just someone didn't want to work or whatever and I would take it or someone would come late and I had to extend I would just take it or whatever happened with managers I would just take it and I would roll over and just work these shifts and work these schedules that were out of my availability just because I felt like it would add value I felt like being the good person in that situation would make me look like a good worker make me valued as a person when in reality these people probably didn't even really care like in the moment probably but in hindsight you know they probably didn't really care that I took them took the shift you know because when it came down to it if I were to ask them to take mine for a damn good reason a lot of times people would just be like no I can't I, I got I have something to do and they would in turn be doing their own thing when I should have been doing the same exact thing during that time you know yeah, exactly. I feel I I can feel that for sure. Yeah, dude. I definitely changing the perspective is is like definitely like helping people grow, like understanding understanding your value and what you're worth and what you know, understanding where you are too, understanding your place in this universe at the moment. Like some people, like some people understand like like for example, like um, some people know like they want to. Some people know like I want to get married right now. You know, they could be. 21 they could be 41 you know the timing is never there but some people just have that understanding of where they are in life is what they want to be you know like for example like some people i know right now are getting married at the age of like my age you know and at, you know at one point in my life i felt like that was something i want to do too you know because of growing up in the perspective of asian culture you know i feel like a lot of not even just asian culture but i feel like a lot of minorities like have that that mindset behind it for their children where they just want them to be so successful that they push some things on them whether it's to work a lot have a good job or date someone that's going to add value or you know become a high proficient job and get married have kids at the age of 30 you know like that 30 year old thing is such a stigma for a lot of people but then after taking a step back and seeing things from my perspective and what i want you know, I recognize that for me, like, my intent on dating shouldn't be to marry, which means, of course, I want to marry someone someday. But my intent of, my intent of dating is to, is to make it, make it, like, to, to create intent. You know, like, I want to date someone yeah. to create intent, to create purpose as we go. You know, not to say, this is the end goal, this is what it is, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen, but as we go, to create a purpose, to add more to it. You know, I feel like that perspective, that change of it all is something that's been for me, like, really beneficial, helped me grow. Like, not just as a boyfriend for whoever I'm with, but as a person, you know, individually to understand someone's perspective and to try your best to support them. Because sometimes, you know, learning that the way that you want to support someone isn't how they want to be supported. You know, like, for me, I see someone in trouble someone who's hurting someone I care about someone I love I want to give them the love I want to give them attention I want to do this and do that but in reality all they want is just to be alone for a couple of days or a week or so and just have that time and you know perspective and understanding that like for me that's something I can that's something that does definitely does come in a way you know which I feel plays into what you said earlier dude like you're talking about you kind of mentioned earlier you're mentioning love languages right oh yeah that's so, like, a huge that, definitely huge definitely huge definitely a big thing so we have we have words of affirmation you know physical touch receiving gifts quality time and access service you know so 
like for you like what do you think like what is you and your boyfriend like you know because you're in a relationship at the moment like do you like what do you do you understand your guys love language has it has it been like mm-hmm. providing you like some insight to it because I feel like this is something that couples need to definitely look at so I feel like it opens like a third eye of understanding this person because sometimes we don't sometimes you can only understand what you see and what you hear but sometimes there's something on the inside that that, that underlining thing that we just don't see that just makes it that makes it so much easier to understand for us and I really feel like love languages do that man so like for you like how has this helped you out in any way mm-hmm. um I think that I think yeah love languages is it's kind of difficult because I feel like it's not talked about a lot and it's really Definitely. hard to realize it to like mm-hmm. to take a take a second look at your own relationship and think like what is what is my partner's love language that I that I think that I can tell from so like for example I would say that my love language is like I love coffee I love everything about it my boyfriend doesn't even he doesn't freaking drink coffee for to save his life you know, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. he knows yeah. that I he he knows that I'm like a fanatic. Yeah. So like when it comes to like a gift or something, you know, like he got me a Keurig. So I was like, dude, I use this shit every day. Like it's awesome, you know. Or yeah. when when I'm kind of maybe not in a good mood or or something, you know, I have to have a coffee to like start my day or to do whatever. Um. So when he's like, oh, do you want to get a coffee? Like, do you want to go to Starbucks or something? And I'm like, yes, like, thank you, you know, because it's such a yeah. mood changer. Um, and for this person who doesn't even drink coffee, you know, so that's something that I really, like, appreciate. Um, yeah. And then for him, he's he's a little bit more difficult because, you know, he's, he's a man, and as much as he does say his feelings, you know, um, you kind of have to see. So when I, I can tell that when like work is really stressful or something, just like a back rub, like I'll give him a back rub or something to like help that, you know, or if he does something kind of small that like helps me or makes me feel better or whatever. um, I'm like, okay, that's, that's his way. That's his love language of telling me he cares or he loves me or whatever it may be because You know, it can be something so small, like, oh, do you want to get a coffee? Or, you know, um, I don't, I don't even know. But it could be something mm-hmm. like a very small, a small gesture. And I, I say to myself, okay, that's his way of showing me this. Because a lot of men, like, like for us females, we're like, oh, but he doesn't tell me he loves me. He doesn't do this and that. Like, so I don't think he loves me. I don't think he cares about me. But, you know, let's say, okay, that man, maybe, maybe every Sunday he fills up your, your car. So that way for the whole week you have gas, you know, that's his way of saying, I love you. Or like, you know, I I care about you. I want you to have gas for the whole week. So that way, you know, I don't, you don't have to go and get gas here. I did it for you. Like that's his, that's his way of showing he cares for you, you know, and it's sometimes like he doesn't have to say it. But to show it to you, you know, in little gestures and in little things that make you feel better in the relationship. Like, so just take a moment in your own relationship and, you know, look at those minor things. Okay, what's my partner's love language? When they're stressed out, let me give him a back rub so that way it helps alleviate a little bit of that stress or something, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, and when you've been with someone so long, you kind of already – you already know how their brain works a little bit. Um, if, if they're open and honest with you enough to let you into their brain, then you kind of already know what they're thinking. Um, so like when my boyfriend's stressed, I'm kind of already like, okay, I know I have to give him a background because it's going to help alleviate some of that stress. Or when he's kind of a little bit like hungry and like kind of angry, I'm like, okay, I know he's not mad at me. I know he's not angry with me you know, but I just know he's kind of hungry. So let me make him some food or something real quick to help mm-hmm. ease that and make it better. You know, so yeah. you kind of already, you kind of already know what they're thinking and that, that helps because then they don't have to say it. You kind of already know because you, you know their love language. Yeah, definitely. Like I feel like a little bit, I feel kind of similar to that. I honestly feel like for me, 
personally, and like in this time and place, I feel like as we grow, the way that we show love changes. You know. Yeah. But I, I, but I definitely feel like in the same in the same kind of area. But I honestly feel like me. I feel like gift giving and acts of service for me is how I show my my love and appreciation for the people around me. You know, I kind of feel the same thing where it's kind of like, like, for example, like with my, with my pops, right. If I know that my pops is like having a long like week or like, you know, I don't really talk to him as much as I should just because I don't know. I mean, I just, it's just been like, this is how we are, but there'll be days where I just like, like on my way back from work, I'll stop by, you know, the store and I'll pick up some Starbucks. I know he loves the mocha, you know, so I'll just pick up a mocha and leave it in the fridge. You know, we won't see each other that day. We probably won't even talk to each other that day. But I'll get a text with him in the middle of the, in the middle of the day, just something like, "Hey, I got the coffee. Thanks so much. Love you." You know, and that little small thing for me is like, it's like all I need, it's all I want was for him to know that, you know, a little small little gift of that. You know, I you know I care about you. I'm here. You know, I'm, I I know we don't talk, but you know I'm here. Yeah. I'm here to give us you know. And then the whole, you know, like acts of service. Oh, it's gonna be barking in the background. Fence from my mom's home right now but um to to get on to acts of service of everything you know and like you know so acts of service basically meaning is like like what you said like you're giving the back rub or your boyfriend saying stuff like here i got you a curd you know that's a gift giving and acts of service because he took the time to think about getting a gift for you and he took the time to get you as something that's going to help you to be supported because this coffee machine is going to help you get your coffee fixed you know so it's kind of a combination of both you know so i feel like Exactly. You know, yeah, and I feel like sometimes I feel like like we talked about earlier already, the understanding of love language is a big part. Like, like you can understand yours, and you can you can kind of see what it is, but to actually go in depth to understand the the layers of it too, just like trust is understanding the layers of it. Like for example, giving gifts to someone might be like, oh, you're just buying the moment. You're just buying the mm-hmm. moment so it's better. But in reality, like. Some people generally just love giving gifts because this thing, because everything to them could mean sentimental, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Like, like you could, like, you know, I feel like people don't think about that. People can be like, I feel like, oh, he's just talking to you. He's just giving you these words of affirmation because he knows this, this, and that. But in reality, this person may not have ever said, I love you or ever got told I love you by their parents. But for him to say it or for her to say it even a little bit to you is a lot. You know, like there's different things that play into it, like with our mental health growing up, you know, our inner child on how our, um, our love languages are actually shown, you know, like just because we show love this way through this language, just like in the world, like sometimes it's hard to understand a different language if you didn't study up on it, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of like self-reflecting um and like looking into your relationship like hey what's going on like are we on the you know the same page and you know it's 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 for sure challenging but it's also very rewarding um but it's it's always just a thought that counts like a lot of you know I feel like or I haven't met people really that are kind of thoughtful like that or Mm -hmm. like like you know how you said like sentimental when it comes to like or or just kind of anything so I don't know what that's like really but um just kind of being thoughtful like oh hey you know um I one time I heard you say that like this is whatever is your favorite drink so you know I remembered and like I got you this drink because like I seen it and I I, you know I remember that you liked it it's like always the details about someone that it it means the most. Yeah, definitely. I I I definitely believe in that a lot. Like for me as a as a person, like when I'm in a relationship, I feel like it's the small things. You know, I'll be like, I'll be like throughout the whole week. Once during the week, they mentioned that they that their feet get cold in the morning, right? So on payday or whatever, you come in and you get them like slippers or like fuzzy socks or something like that. And to them, yeah. it might be like super random, but you're like, I remember you saying you needed this. I know it's not a lot, but here you go. And it's like such a small thing. But to you, because that's how you show love as as a person, that's something big to you. That's sentimental. You know, everything has a meaning behind it that makes you feel connected and loved and that you're giving love towards this person, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Definitely. So I feel like that. I feel like the understanding behind it, too, 
like I just said, like, like you just said, like, I, I understand, I, I really feel like the understanding of love languages that you give, that you receive, is just makes it so going through relationships is like way more, way more easier because you take a step back and you understand. Like for me, being able to take a step back and reflect and see things like, okay, so like, I, this really didn't mean this. This actually meant that, but I didn't know that because that's the love language I speak. But that's what they. Yeah. But that's what they speak. So next time they do this, I will understand. You know, and you know, through time, obviously it's it's hard to change right away. But obviously through time, you figure out a way to communicate properly and to get it out there and to just kind of just basically speak the same language. You know, be on the same wavelength. You know. Mhm. Exactly. Yeah, that's really important. Definitely. But like, I feel like so. Like for example, like for all this going together, we talked about we talked about value talk about like the pillars that we seek, the unvalued things we don't want, things like that, and love language and the perspective. Like, like you're in a relationship for like, well, how long have you been together now? You've been together for a couple of years now, right? Yeah, three years this month on the 29th. Oh, there you go. Congrats, congrats. Yeah, dude. And you guys did LDR for a little bit, right? Huh? I mean, technically, you guys are technically still on and off long distance, but you guys started off long distance, didn't you? Yeah, uh-huh, in Chicago, that sh- that shit was crazy, like, I, like, like, I know everything happens for a reason, but if, yeah. now when I look back at it, and, like, the whole, whole situation, and, and like, how it happened, I'm uh-huh. like, oh my god, like, that could have been so different, like, if yeah. you, if you could have made one decision, like, everything happened how it was supposed to happen which is like crazy now when you look back at it definitely dude i I, like going going through distance in a relationship not being able to physically see the person um for me is something like it's i feel like is the i feel like it's hard but at the same time i also feel like from personal experience just knowing that it's it's worth it you know it's worth the time apart it's what's worth the space when you guys finally get to see each other after so long and you guys like, you just feel like this person is definitely worth going through this space and time for, you know? Yeah. And, like, in the beginning, I kind of didn't know, but mm-hmm. I was just, like, I, I felt like the vibe was right, and I was like, oh, shit, this is awesome, you know? Like, yeah. let me move across the country and just drop everything and leave and, fuck it, start this whole new life, you know, where nobody yeah. knows me and shit. So that's that's also, like, a, a, you know, a really, really good yeah. thing. Um, yeah, dude, that's, sorry, to interrupt you, but that's definitely, like, what you just mm-hmm. did moving across. I feel like that, that just, like, clearly demonstrates, like, the pillars you said you that you need, like, that trust, that loyalty, that commitment, that plan, you know, like, I feel like, like, that just, like, shows so much of how you care about your boyfriend, you know, like, and how you guys have that foundation for each other, you know, to be able to do that with a person, and then going through what you're going through now, what you've been going through the past couple of months, like, I think it just shows, like, that's amazing. And I'm so, like, happy that you have someone where you're, like, you're being, not only do you have your own pillars, but this person is holding up a foundation for you as well, you know? Yeah. And even now, you know, so, like, for the, pretty much for the whole three years that we've been together, is I've, I've lived with him. So, mm-hmm. you know, you get used to the routine and, Mm-hmm. you know, having someone sleep with you and blah, 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 waking up Definitely. with you. Um, and then now it's kind of like, this is a stepping stone for him to get where I know he wants to be, you know, mm-hmm. and in the process of like buying a house and everything. And this is kind of like a little, um, you know, a little like bump in the road where right now we have to be separated. So yeah. it's kind of like, it, I could have lived back in Chicago, you know, but he was like, no. I really want you to stay in California, so we're going to find a way to keep you in California. Yeah. And it happened, and I'm here, and it's easier now to see him, you know, from SoCal to NorCal because either on plane, it's really quick 30 minutes, or it's like a five-hour drive. So, yeah. so that's that's really not as bad as to where mm-hmm. if I would have lived in Chicago this whole time. Um it would be it would have been way less visitations, um, you know, because it's literally across the country. Um yeah. so that's just and it too, like I know that this is worth it. I know this is the person that I, you know, would like to be with. So mm-hmm. 
so I want to do everything that I can to help. Like, I know that this is just what kind of has to be done right now for him to achieve one of his goals. So I'm okay. all about it. You know, let me know what I got to do and I'll do it. So, yeah. I mean, that's not as bad. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I love that, man. I love that. I love how you're so supportive, man. Like, like hearing that, like hearing like, like, yeah, this is a bump in the road, but it gets worth it because I want to support him kind of the thing. And that adds, that, that hits me really close, man. I understand, like, having, like, feeling just knowing that, like, yeah, things are not the way I wanted right now, and maybe they're not ideal, but, like, in the long run, like, I know that, like, in time, things will even out, you know? Like, and I feel like, for me personally, that's something I've been trying to, trying to learn, try to get a grasp on, you know, understanding that, you know, the trust, and then, you know, like, like, you're not doing this for no reason. You're doing this because you care so much about this person that even if it's distance apart or time apart or whatever it is, it's like it's so worth it to a person because you care so much for them that you just want to see them happy and you just want to see them succeed. You know, like that's something I feel is not not taken into into account a lot of times for some people. I feel like I feel like the dating scene or like people nowadays just kinda of get to this point where it's like, All right, this is this is hard, I'm gonna hold on to it. A little bit longer, a little bit longer. Then when they when they when it gets to the point, it's like there's like they don't go back on their pillars. You know, they don't fall back on the foundation of like getting to you know reestablishing or even communicating about what's going on. You know, like I hear these stories from like like my brother's friends, right? People like they, like they're young, they live in LA, and they tell me stuff like, yeah, I don't. I was like, oh, how's this person? And I'm like, oh, it don't work out with them. I'm like, why? You're so good. And I'm like, I'm getting confused. It's getting too difficult. You know, like, like there's no like I feel like. There's no real grit and effort put into it, put to it, put, in, yeah, put yeah. into it, you know, like you need to you think there's going to be times where you don't be questioning everything, where you don't know what's going on, you know, but I feel like that effort, like what you're saying, like what you're going through is like, it's difficult, bro, but you're going through it because you know you care about a person and the end, you know, your biggest hope and your biggest hope and your biggest, all you want out of this is just for, you know, for him to succeed and in, in the end, for it to all be worth it, you know, that's such a beautiful thing to like to to have in, you know, to have in life. That's something that makes you feel that way, and that to have someone that's a and for that person to know that they have that they're being thought about that way, you know. Yeah, like a lot of people, when the going gets rough, just like give up or drop him, sis, or whatever. And it's yeah. like, no, but if it's worth it, if you really care about this person, if you really something with them like like just why not stick it out with them why not like help a little bit you know like if you claim that you're a ride or die then it's like okay well come on like if he's in a hard spot like help him be supportive don't just be like okay no when when things get bad I'm gonna just dip out like no like like I feel like that's also kind of not being loyal but, okay, it's different, though, if they're toxic. Like, if they're toxic, mm-hmm. then you don't have to ride until the wheels fall off. Like, if you know that's Definitely. not good for you, you know, then mm-hmm. feel free to dip out, you know. But if they're not toxic, then just, like, stick it out. That that may be your dream person. You never know. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel that. I feel like situations, too. I feel like, I feel like also, like, when it comes to the word, like, toxic, I feel like that's something that's just commonly – thrown around term you yeah know? you know i feel like it's easy to label anything as to- like 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 people can be like oh he's toxic i'm like why he wants to play video games to hang out with me you know kind of like some people throw it around <laughs> you know like it get, like i feel like people don't take that don't take that thing seriously but then again like to go back to another pillar is like i feel like any situation that can come off toxic is easily or not easily but is is able to be solved through the pillars of commun- through communication in itself yeah. You know, and it's finding value in a situation, you know, because I feel like some things that we perceive as toxic may be things that are being done without even being noticed, or some people just have a hard time getting out of a bad habit, you know. But then I also feel like you're right, you know, if you have to say something, say something, and maybe that time, you know, that time apart helps the toxicity or whatever the way everyone will label it, like kind of just come into fruition, come into perspective of a little bit, and you kind of learn and grow from it, you know. Yeah. Speaking of toxic, so you see online and stuff, everybody's like, oh, my toxic trait is this, this, and this. What would yeah. you say your toxic trait is? I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm too persistent in everything. 
And that's easy. I feel like I'm too persistent in everything. I feel like I'm too persistent in wanting to be better for myself. I'm too hard on my, I, I'm a perfectionist in everything. So if I'm a, mm-hmm. when I'm with someone, I feel like I want to, like, I want to give them everything. I want to be everything for them. Like, I don't understand, like, I don't have to be everything for a person because all I ever see for myself is to be everything I can. Like, not, but like, not saying, like, oh, if I'm not everything for you, then you must hate me or there must be something wrong. But me saying, like, like, I want to. Like, allow me to do that. Like, I know that some people tell you not to. Like, I know that they'll tell you, don't do this, don't do this. It's fine. You have your own life. But for me, I feel like I want to be everything. I want to be the number one. I want to be, I'm too, I'm too persistent on wanting to be better as a worker. I'm too persistent on wanting to be better of myself. I'm too persistent on trying to do something. I kind of like overly kind of OCD on the situation a little too much to the point where I'm not seeing the bigger picture. I'm only seeing like, like, hold on a second, like I'm not, it's not that I'm not seeing the bigger picture. It's that I'm too, I'm too zoned in and focused that all I'm seeing are the little threads in the fabric but I'm not mm-hmm. taking a step back to see what it's actually making. I'm not taking time to actually appreciate the, like the, the thousand-year-old frog I'm looking at right here. Instead, I'm just looking at the little fibers of what makes it up and trying to figure that out instead of taking a step back and just looking at it and be like, oh, that's not that bad. It's pretty the way it is. I don't need to go in and dissect everything. I don't need to be overly into the situation. It's, it's beautiful the way it is, you know, kind of a thing. Uh-huh. I'm too, kind of like to overly focus on situations sometimes, and I kind of feel like in times, like, like that gets in the way of everything because, you know, I always want to be, you know, I always want to be like, I just want to be like in, insert word after be like, I always want to be blink, you know, oh. there's never, you know, I want to fulfill everything I can for people around me, whether it's your best friend, your therapist friend, um, you know, the person that remembers the most about you, the person that remembers the small stuff, the person that did this and that, I'm always trying to be, that and then including in the same way towards myself kind of feel like there's no I don't give myself enough time to step back and breathe and just like let things kind of like let things happen you know like if it's meant to be it's meant to be kind of a thing I'm kind of uh-huh. too persistent on trying to like like control situations I guess and be make things better or in what my head is better you know yeah I see I see yeah, definitely. Like, without question, like, I already know, like, that's something I've been working on for months now, for a year now. Something I'm getting way, way, like, like, yeah, it might be a little bit hard for me now, but it, compared to how it was basically a year ago when I entered therapy and started seeing a psychiatrist and a therapist, like, I'm way better on it now. And understanding mm-hmm. of things than I was before, kind of just letting the things flow. Like, I'll have my moments, but, like, you know, yeah. but definitely something I'm working on. Definitely something I want to, um, you know, if not get rid of entirely, then really just feel like what I'm under control on, but yeah, that's where I am with that. You know, it's like something first thing that pops in my head. Yeah, yeah. I think me, my toxic trait is that I have like an eye for an eye mentality, but Ooh, yeah, to, yeah, me, yeah. to me though, it does not, I don't consider it toxic because I'm kind of like, why are you, like if someone does something wrong to me, I'm kind of like, but why are you doing this to me? Because I know yeah. if roles were reversed, you wouldn't like that. Yeah, like, yeah. You allow that to be done to you. So why is it okay for you to, like, do that to me? Like, no. So then it's kind of like the next time I kind of want to give you a taste of your own medicine, um, you know, like like not even intentionally, but just like, okay, well, um, you know, I remember this person did this, and, yeah. oh, I mean, it must be, it's okay, so, yeah, you definitely. know, yeah. they won't get mad if I do it, and then they get mad, and I'm like, but you did that same thing to me, it's mm-hmm. like, it doesn't feel good, you know, yeah. so I just, I guess it kind of goes with um, them being a hypocrite, and, mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm kind of like, no, but why you don't, like, you wouldn't like that if it was done to you. So like, yeah. how does it feel? Kind of like for them, just because I wouldn't want them to do it to anybody else. Yeah. Because I'm like, see, look, like this is a really shit feeling. You don't want to be treated like that, right? So yeah. like, don't do it, period. Um, so I think that's just kind of my thing. And I, I don't know, like, I guess I just had to talk about it with my therapist because I'm like, is this, is this would you say this is toxic or... 
like like what is it why why am I why am I like this now where I kind of have an iPhone mentality like I just I don't but no yeah I feel you on that like like why are you being a hypocrite I mean you wouldn't like it if it was done to you so like let's let's see you know you don't Mm -hmm. like it so are you going to change or what like what's up yeah I feel you it's kind of like like for me I kind of relate to it like I mean obviously I can't tell you the exact answer but for me I feel like I kind of relate to that in a little bit of a sense where it's like yo like I'm doing like how come when I'm doing this, this, and that, why is it not being reciprocated in a positive form? Like, why is it the only thing that's being reciprocated is the negatives, you know? Like, like how are you going to do me like that? But all I've ever done for you is this, this, and this, you know, good things, good things, good things. But in the end, then getting that good energy back, you're going to do this instead? Like, like, why would you say that? Why would you do that? You knew if I do that, you'd walk out the door. But when I, you know... But when you do it, you expect me to stay here and take it because I'm the nice one. I'm understanding. I'm the person that you think is your best friend or your blah, blah, blah. Like, why are you going to do that to me? Like, it's not fair, you know? And then you kind of just feel trapped because, like, part of you knows you need to set up, you know. I feel like the only thing in here is, like, for me, I feel like the thing to to really set up in situations like this that I've learned when I've situated like this recently with is to set up, to learn how to announce, set up, and hold your boundary, you know, which is hard to do, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, no one wants to get told that they have a limit or that they have a boundary. That kind of sounds like it kind of comes, if you don't say it properly, it kind of comes off like, whoa, 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 you're limiting me? Are you telling me I can't do this? You know, it kind of throws people off. But, you know, in a sense, it's kind of just saying like, hey, like the way you're saying this to me or treating me like this, doesn't really I don't really I don't really appreciate that and I usually don't say a lot but the next time you do it I will say something to you because that's that's like I can only take so much and that's a boundary I don't want you to pass that's something that's a, that's an area I don't want you to go into so if you do say something like that I'm gonna have to say something like we're gonna have to talk like I'm just letting you know you know it's so like putting your foot down and then saying it and then when it does happen and they do do it because some people love to test your boundaries and push your buttons yeah you know they, they like to see that all right they were mad. Let's see if I can make them mad again or, you know, make them, make them stand up for himself or are they going to just roll over, you know? So, like, being able to stand their ground, like, yo, dude, I literally just told you the past two times. Don't, like, I'm done. Like, you know, I'm just walking away. Like, I'm not even going to, you know, I'm not going to spend time. I told you where I want. Tell you what it is. If you don't understand, it's fine. I'm not even going to put any effort into it and just cut, you know? Yeah, and I don't even understand why someone would want to make, like, your significant other or friend or whatever mad and push their like that when you know okay they told me this they don't Mm -hmm. like this or whatever you know Mm -hmm. let me intentionally do it to make them mad like it's one thing if it was an accident and you know it may be like flew over your head or something and you really you know you really forgot in that second like yeah but if you're intentionally doing that like oh hey let me see if I can make him mad today like who just wakes up and thinks of that I don't know definitely definitely yeah it's, because it's difficult like I just I don't understand that because then it's going to make your day difficult because it, like that's supposed to be your partner you know like make it yeah. easier for definitely man definitely but I mean I mean like I said like like boundaries and running through it all and like some people you know like I said like you know in defense of some people you know some people do it because they really just don't know what they're doing. Some people think it's normal. Some people don't really see the harm in it. And just because they don't see the harm in it, they're not going to take your warning seriously. Because for them, you know, for some, like, for example, like, let's say, for example, like a really weird example is let's say, like, let's say that this kid grew up, like, let's say that someone grew up in a, in a, in a family of, like, circus workers, whatever, and they juggle knives, they step on coal, they put fire down their throat. To them, that's totally normal. But then when you are growing up, you're like, don't do that. That's scary. So you guys meet up. Huh. And then they're, they're all, like, they're juggling knives. And you're like, don't do that. I don't, don't do that. And they're like, well, I've been doing this my whole life. I didn't know it's bad. No, it's bad that you can get hurt. And like, but this is my perspective. I grew up not knowing this was bad. So you're telling me something new, which doesn't add up to what I've been told. So I don't take you seriously, you know? 
Kind yeah, of like that. that's hard. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely hard to, like, maneuver that. But then again, like I said, like, I always feel like everything just comes back to communication. And once you understand each other, and, you know, get that emotional connection, like you said, then you can turn it into an open opportunity to learn from each other. And then next thing you know, it just becomes a funny opportunity of, remember that one time when you did this, you know, later on in the future, you know? Yeah, and I think it also comes down to the compromise. Like, yeah. okay, like it compromise, when I do this, definitely. but I like when I do this. So, like, mm-hmm. can we find some middle ground or something so that way we're we're both happy in this situation? Because this brings me happiness, but you like you don't like it because you know that's not that's not the normal in your life. So, Definitely. like, you need to find some common ground. And I feel like it's a lot about compromise, but a lot of people don't want to compromise because they may take it as controlling. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, I feel that. That's a whole other thing, though. Like, that's a whole other topic. Like, definitely. We can definitely talk about that in another episode later down the road. There's so many yeah. things we can talk about. I feel like we can break. I feel like each topic we talked about here could be its own, like, hour-long podcast. You can, I know. You know? But, you know, like like I said, like, it's an hour long. It's already been almost an hour and a half, so I'm going to go ahead and we can definitely talk again. We definitely should make more episodes. This feels therapeutic. At the same time, I feel like it helps me hear things out loud. I love talking to a friend about it. And I feel like whoever listens in maybe relates to and they're like, you know, that meme where that girl is crying on America's Top Model. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like that, you know, that one. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, I feel like we can definitely talk into it. And I really feel like people listening to this definitely will, you know, relate. And, you know, you know, it's common situations are just going through this. We live in life and relationships. You know, dating or with your friend or coworker or whatever your family member may be. But so moving on through it all, like so, just end it all. Like, what's your appreciation of the week? Like, what's something this week or something that's happened since we last talked that you're just really appreciative of? You know, like for me, for example, is I got told I'm going to be seeing my brother soon for his mm-hmm. birthday. So that's something I'm really appreciative of. You know, the whole LA thing. So that's something yeah. I'm really appreciative of. Like, I haven't seen my brother since January of this year. He went to visit him right when the year started and then COVID hit, so we never had an opportunity to hit him. So I haven't seen my little brother in almost a year now, if you want to think about it. So I'm something I'm really looking forward to. But well, what about you, man? You looking forward to anything? Anything cool happening? I mean, I can think of a couple things, but I mean, what's going on with you? Yeah, I'm thankful. So um, I'm going to go to L.A. the end of this month. Um, I was mm-hmm. well, Yeah, so like – the end of October and then like November 1st. Um, mm-hmm. So I think maybe like Wednesday night, I just have class Wednesday, but I don't have work then. Um, so I figured that my boyfriend um, is going to come back um, like that week or so. And then we're going to leave Wednesday because we like to drive like at night. So we'll mm-hmm. leave Wednesday like night, go to LA Day Thursday, do something over in LA or Irvine or whatever, Newport Beach. Just go there. That's the day of our anniversary. So maybe just find something to do. Maybe go to the beach or something, whatever. Yeah, um, definitely. Thursday and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then leave Friday to drive to Las Vegas to meet up with like some of his good friends. Um, so I don't know how that's going to be like I don't know what we're going to do like you know like our place is going to be open like what's good what what is it going to be like I have no idea mm-hmm. um so just kind of stay there and you know hang with them and maybe like party a little bit or whatever so I'm really excited about that because it'll be my first time I've never been to Vegas so I'm really excited to see how it is what's in store what's all the hype about Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll be fun because that's another like I I love road trips so honestly like even the road trip to me is like I'm super appreciative about because it's just always like a fun time get some snacks you know listen to some music and just stop in different places that you wouldn't normally go to and you can okay. say you've been there and you've been in this town and you know maybe what's there or whatever because you stop there for food or something. So that's going to be super fun. And I'm really excited. So oh, look, that's, that's cool too. That's cool too. All right, man. Well, I mean, probably talk again sometime next week or so. So yeah. 
you know, and I mean, you're, work, you're working at the store again, which is sick, so, you know, I'm definitely going to see you every once in a while. Okay, yeah, that'll be so fun. Yep, work tomorrow, 12 to 6, so. Oh, oh, for real? Yeah, I got work at 3, so maybe I'll just swoop on by and get my, my coffee fix for the night. Okay, cool. That sounds good. Thank for you sure, again man. for having me, like, on these episodes because they're so yeah, we, much fun. We got, we got pretty deep, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not, I ain't gonna lie. We got pretty deep in there towards the end. I was like, we just, we're gonna talk a couple of, we're gonna talk a couple of hours. I don't wanna keep you too long. So we'll definitely talk again about, well, we can definitely go into other topics later on, dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That sounds sure. good. All right. Okay, for sure, cool. man. All right. Well, you have a good night. I'll probably hit you up later. Okay. You too. All right, Bye. You Bye.